When you're smiling. Hey, you. Bubbly sparkling water is crisp, refreshing, and perfect for any occasion. Kind of like my voice, but in a can. No calories, no sweeteners, all smiles. Bubbly. Crack a smile. This episode is brought to you by Google. Google's two-step verification was built to secure your account and help prevent cyber attacks, even if your password is compromised. That's why Google has made it easy to sign into your account with this additional layer of protection. Just one tap and you're in. Learn more at safety.google. Hello, movie lovers. Welcome to the Best Damn Movie Relator Show here on the internet. This is your host, as always, for Movie Love Tonight. It's an honor and a privilege to do this every day. And that is for me to talk about movies, talk about stuff with film fans. And this, as always, your host for Movie Lovers Tonight. So, let's go ahead and get into this thing. So, as everybody knows, I've been doing, well, I'm just started doing this little, uh, carpooling episodes and stuff like that so I got some positive feedback yesterday with me doing my carpooling episodes and stuff like that so that's what I'm going to start doing on some of the weekdays and everything is talking about movies stuff like that just like an easygoing podcast where you're like driving in a car with your best friend and talking about movies talking about whatever that pops up in your head so this is what I want to talk about so as everyone knows, I have a lot of movies and stuff like that that just stand out to me as a whole. Like, for instance, I ended up asking a question the other night where, what was one of those movies that I can recommend somebody to watch for at least a one-time view and have a good experience watching it for the very first time? And here's the thing, I love, I love introducing people to films that they haven't seen before opposed to seeing a film that somebody has already seen or I've already seen because it enhances their experience and also makes them geek out and everything or feel excited and I like watching their reactions that's why I like watching people with their reactions when they're sitting next to me and one of those movies has always been The Godfather and I know I touched based on it a little bit but I want to go ahead and talk about The Godfather a little bit and here's the thing besides the fact that it's a mafia-related movie, you have this guy named Michael Corleone who doesn't want anything to do with his father's business as a gangster or anything like that. He just came back from the war. He's engaged to his girlfriend and everything, and she doesn't want him to be part of that world either. She's just now getting to know his family. She's getting to know that side of the family and the nicknames for each character and stuff like that. And Anyways, like I said before, some stuff actually goes down where Michael actually has to take on the take on the mantle of the Godfather because his dad is laid up in the hospital because of someone trying to whack him. And so now he has to go ahead and take charge of the family, even though he doesn't want to. He's pretty much in an obligation to where he feels like he has to do it because Sonny, his older brother, is hot-headed. His other brother is just a concierge, which is someone that just gives advice to the Godfather, gives advice to the head Corleone family on what to do. 
Sonny is hot-headed. He has a bad temper. He doesn't think. He thinks on impulse rather than think on strategy. And that's where Michael actually comes into play is he can actually think on strategy, think on every other level to where it's what's, what's best for his family and what's best for his mobster family. And it's always about the family. It's always about that. And not only that, but the way that everything is progressed in this film it'll leave you with goosebumps from beginning from start to finish because that's that's how good the actual movie actually is and only that but the cinematography is just fantastic like i mentioned before but you know that scene at the restaurant where michael has to go ahead and put it in to this cop that is actually working for another crime family and trying to whack his family uh, his dad while he's in the hospital and Michael has to go into that restaurant and kill the person that um, that works the cop that actually works for the other mob boss and so anyways Michael goes into the bathroom he winds up killing him then he has to hide out in Italy so you have that arc of Michael trying to survive even in Italy from this other mob family that's trying to attack him and his family and that is something that you're wondering about. How is he going to actually make it out of Italy alive? Is he going to make it out alive or is he not going to make it out alive? And how is he going to get back to the United States? Is he wanted still? Is Because don't forget, this cop was into racketeering. He was into a lot of stuff within the other mob family business. So that's another aspect as well. So you have that going on. And then, of course, his fiance Kate, and everything hasn't seen Michael in years or anything like that either. So when he does come back to the United States because of some stuff that actually happens in Italy, she's shocked to actually see him. And of course, they wind up reconnecting again. And I really love the relationship between Kate and Michael at the very start of the film. And then as it progresses, even in the second uh, Godfather movie, you can see that there's a, the relationship and everything is about to be split apart. From his relationship with Kate to his relationship with the family, and that's going to put a strain on Kate. It's going to put a strain on the on his regular fa- on his own family, and everything. And everything. Another thing I want to uh, talk about is too, like I mentioned before, in the book it only covers the very first Godfather movie and Godfather Two. There is no Godfather Three. There's no Return of the Godfather. There's only Godfather One and Godfather Two. So. What I have to say is this. Even the second Godfather is very good. And for a sequel to be just as good as the first one is always a hard thing to do. But they cover it really well. And Robert De Niro and Al Pacino didn't even get the chance to even work with each other on the film at all. Because he had to go back and forth between flashbacks and stuff like that. Because Robert De Niro actually played um, Michael's father, Don Corleone. So they had to keep going back and forth between flashbacks from where Michael how Michael is running things to how Don Corleone came up, how he was doing things. And I love the comparisons. I love the fact that they actually had to go through that whole entire setup to get to where Michael is at that point in time. Because he's doing things a little bit different than what his father is is doing. And his father is on a whole complete different level of where he was working from from bone and blood, sweat, and tears to get to where he is and everything too because he was just one of those guys who was just a delivery guy and everything and then some stuff winds up happening to where he winds up 
becoming, as we know, the Godfather, Don Corleone. And that's the arc of the two characters when you see them side by side of how one person came from a background of being in the war and then you have another person that was just a delivery guy and coming from nothing and then coming up into the mob business. And to me, that is something that is really neat that we don't really actually see from mobster movies anymore. I miss the old gangster flavor. I'm hoping that The Irishman is really good because I love mobster movies and stuff like that. The reason why I love The Departed so much was because of the fact that it does give you a character arcs between Leonardo DiCaprio's character and it gives you that whole entire balance with where Matt Damon's character came from as well. So you have those two characters that are totally different from each other in a certain aspect because you have Leonardo DiCaprio that came from a family that was into the crime and stuff like that and he wants to be a cop. And Mark Wahlberg also doesn't trust Leonardo DiCaprio because of his family and because of what his family has done. And so he's thinking that he's pretending to be a cop, but when but he's really not pretending to be a cop. He wants to be a cop. The one that's actually pretending to be a cop is Matt Damon because Matt Damon winds up being Jack Nicholson's character at the very beginning of the movie at a young age. And then as he got older, he winded up joining the Academy so that way he can spy for Jack Nicholson, for the Irish mob. And so that way he can give him intel on who's following him, who's, who's undercover, who's not undercover. And then, of course, you also have the way everything plays out, where Leonardo DiCaprio actually has to go in for psychiatric help and stuff like that, too, because of the stuff and the emotional impact that it has on him as an undercover cop, which we haven't really seen before in, before in a movie before, where you actually have an undercover cop that's actually going in to see a psychiatrist for help, especially with dealing with police officers and stuff, and the emotional impact that it has going in undercover. Don't get me wrong, we saw that a little bit in Donnie Brasco where he was going through some situations to where he was actually participating in mob-like behaviors, but we didn't actually see him going into a shrink office and explaining to the shrink about how he actually, the psychiatrist, how he actually feels or anything like that, or how the transformation of where he's trying to do something good and then opposed to doing something bad and trying to transform himself into that mob lifestyle. So that's another aspect too with Donnie Brasco. But with The Departed, it's totally different. It's on a different level. Marcel Stacey is a great director, despite what you might think with the whole entire nonsense with Marvel and stuff like that. But, you know, he is a great director overall. I liked him over Francis Ford Coppola uh, and stuff like that. But all I have to say about that whole entire Marvel beef is, you know, it's just a different time. It's a different era during that time when Martin Scorsese first came out and everything compared to now. Compared to now, you have your franchises like you have your Marvel movies, you have your Star Wars franchise now that it uh, stopped after the 80s and stuff like that. And it ends, ended up being a whole new beast whenever J.J. Uh, Abrams released The Force Awakens back in 2017. And now it's about to end, that franchise is about to end as for the movies go, but it's still an ongoing thing because we have the TV shows on Disney Plus now, and it's a whole different monster compared to when Martin Sorsese first started coming out with his movies and, and things like that. And, you know, another thing too that I felt like whenever he uh, started talking about Marvel movies and comic book movies was this, 
you produced a Joker movie that's based off of a DC comic. Your company produced a comic book based film. And you're talking about the fact that they're like amusement park rides. And I felt like, you know, you're being kind of hypocritical because of the fact that you did, in fact, make a movie, produced a movie by your company, even though you didn't direct it, you produced it. You're being hypocritical to what you're saying and everything. And I think that he, and then later on, he winded up saying some other stuff where he didn't mean to actually say it, but I'm sure there was some backlash behind it, unless he's actually trying to recorrect himself, but even when he's trying to recorrect himself, he should have done it right then and there, rather than wait a few days later to recorrect himself. But, it is what it is. He ended up doing what he did. But, that's how I'm taking it as. It's a little bit of hypocritical, where he's being a hypocrite, in a way, because of the fact that he produced the Joker movie, even though he didn't direct it, and it's a comic book-based movie without the whole entire continuity of the Batman and stuff like that. But, still, it's still a comic book-based movie, because you're putting in emphasis of the Joker and that's something to, something to think about is the fact that you are you did make a your production company did make a comic book based movie and you're saying that you're uh, and you're saying that comic book movies is like amusement park rides and don't get me wrong the Joker is completely different than what Marvel is and stuff like that and I actually enjoyed the Joker movie I actually love it. I saw it twice. But I'm just saying about how hypocritical it seems that I felt like that he's coming off as. But I could be wrong on that statement. But that's how I viewed it as whenever I first heard him talking about these comic book-based movies. So that's how I'm, I look at it. But anyways, another thing I want to touch base on one last time, one last thing is the fact that I do have the page up, my movie page up and going right now, and it's under construction, but it's still called Movie Lovers and TV Lovers Unite, and of course, you're also going to get your movie news there, you're going to get a couple of other things there, I'm having to start off fresh again, but that's okay, I'm going to, like I said yesterday, I'm going to go on ahead, I'm going to rebuild this page from the ground up, I'm going to learn from my mistakes on who to be an admin and who not to be an admin, and everything, and go from there. All I can do is learn from my mistakes, do the best job that I can possibly can for what's best for my podcast, what's best for my movie page, and go from there. And not worry about what happened a couple of days ago. I'm moving forward with just rebuilding the page, rebuilding the brand that I've built for seven years. And I know I was mad yesterday and everything, but I came to terms with the fact that I'm not going to get my OG seven-year movie page back. And I'm okay with that because I know I have a huge fan following. As a matter of fact, I'm going to end up posting a link to the movie page itself from Facebook in the description below. And as a matter of fact, I actually have to do that with all the other podcast episodes. So, as always, and until next time, bye-bye.